I appreciate it. Uh, today, you know, we live in a world of cliches and a world of major statements. If you watch the news, it's like there's bold statements all the time, right? And, uh, but today, you know, today I've been looking forward to for a, a long time. And uh, today, I, I really, <laughs> it's not just actually has nothing to do with hockey, believe it or not. But you could say that too. It's true. I have been looking forward to it. Uh, but anyways, uh, today for our church, our church uh, is a big day, all right? And I, now some of you can correct me if I'm wrong, but to my knowledge, uh, our church hasn't uh, sent uh, a team of missionaries to another country, certainly for a lot of years, maybe ever, all right? Pastor Andy is going to come today and share about something, yeah. and I believe this is just huge for us, all right? And uh, I want everyone to put the, you're, you're kind of seated down right now. I want you to be in a position of faith. And what that means is that you're in a position to hear what Pastor Andy's going to say, what God's going to speak, but also that we would believe in faith for God to do impossible things. And we need Jesus to succeed for our church and for our life. There's no other way around it, all right? So anyways, I don't want to take up any more time, but I, I really believe today is a huge day. Someone said to me recently, what are you excited about? And you, I hate it when people ask those questions. It's like, I'm excited for lunch, is usually my answer. <laughs> but like, it doesn't take much. But uh, what I'm excited about today is what Pastor Andy's going to share. So Pastor Andy, would you come and uh, would you welcome Pastor Andy today? All right, well, I don't have a jersey on, but I have blue. So, so I was thinking about this and like, I don't have any channels that I can watch the game on, okay? So uh, sometimes at Overflow Youth Conference, there's like a prayer team of intercessors that don't get to partake in the actual conference. I'm like, that's me, all right? So I'm praying for the Leafs since I was a child. I haven't abandoned ship. I haven't jumped the wagon like many people have, you know? And, uh, you know, you got to stay dedicated just like to Jesus, all right? The Lord said go, and they're going to the cup. So, okay. A couple uh, uh, things uh, real quick. First of all, thank you for anybody who has uh, come to me and said, hey, how can I help our students get to overflow? Um, I, I said initially I'm going to reserve 20 tickets, and we filled all of, all of those 20 spots, and we have uh, 21 actually signed up, so I have to work some magic for that person, and I'm waiting on one more. So it's a good first year back for overflow. And, uh, you know, these, these students need Jesus. You know, this is the next generation of the church, and uh, it's exciting to be part of that. Um, so being the church, there are things that I believe that we are called to do, and one of them, uh, Jesus calls us to go. All right? I'm going to be that annoying pastor that asks you to repeat things, okay? So everybody say, go. Go. All right. All right. And so... Sometimes when we say go, we think that they'll send somebody else. All right, I'm going to, you know, that's nice. We're going to, you know, send a missionary, and, and that, that's fantastic. And I, I believe that it's important to support our missionaries. But what we want to do, and I'm, gonna, I'm getting ahead of myself because I'm excited, okay? Um, I want to build a team of our people to go, all right? We, we want to take a team of nine people outside of myself to go to the mission field, you know, and so, so here, here's a thing, we are big on outreach, we, we want to reach our, our communities, and we want to reach Little Current, and the, the entirety of the internet online, but we also, there's another uh, church in the country of Cuba 
that I am extremely passionate about. Um, anything, any pictures, any videos you see will be of the area that we are going, okay? It's um, a place that I've been once. I've been to Cuba three times. Um, but when I left my previous church, I had brought a team of uh, students and young adults and anybody who wanted to go pretty much. And uh, we... we toured around to this area, Nueva Paz, which means new peace. Does anybody speak Spanish? Hola. Nobody? Okay, so um, when you, man, I'm just too excited to stick to a script here. Um, I'm going to, okay, I'm going to keep to it. All right, so um, so you'll, you'll see the, the faces and the churches of the people that we are actually going to see. Sometimes, you, like, you're, you're blessed to have this opportunity because a lot of times people are like, well, I don't know what I'm going to get into. I don't know what I'm going to see. And I'm going to tell you right now exactly what's going to happen. And you'll have a bit of a, of a heads up, okay? For example, this is uh, one of our young adults from my previous church. His name is Gavin. And he's uh, giving his testimony with a, with a translator. And so that was very much out of his comfort zone, okay? We all have this comfort zone. Now's not the time to be in it, all right? We need, if, if we're going to go... It's going to require us to leave what we are used to living in and go out, okay? And so we, again, we not only want to reach our community, but we want to reach the church at large. There is a, um, you know, it's not just this church and that church in Ontario, but there's a movement of God all across the world, okay? God is the same God that's moving here than that's moving in Cuba, all right? And so as you see um, you know, us doing church in, in, in here, we've got all the lights, we've got, you know, a million chords running through the stage, we've got every instrument, we've got upgraded gear, we've got everything that, that we need. Oh, thank you. Man, that feels so much better. Um, we've got everything that, that we need, and in the video, you'll see if, if we're meeting in a house, that's where they do church, okay? If, if, um, the normally the uh, the pastor's house is just to the side of the church. It's usually part of the same building, um, and so any meeting place is essentially the the church. Well, the ones that you, that you'll you'll see. I think being a disciple of Jesus isn't about sitting and just isn't just about sitting and listening to the teachings of Jesus and allowing him to change us, but it's going. Okay, you can't be a passive listener. And just sit there and do nothing, all right? Jesus has called us to go and be a light. And sometimes that means uh, supporting a church and supporting a group of pastors that might, I, I hate to say this like this way, but it might help you understand, um, that might not be as well off as we are. I say well off. Um, but if you look at the current state of Cuba, it's not, it's not good, has anybody read up recently since COVID? Like they're all on food rations, and they're. Um, I was watching a video of somebody who was in Cuba as a tourist. So there, a lot of their income in, as as a country comes from the tourism industry, and so it used to be big on sugar, and then they realized they could make a lot of money on tourism, and so they kind of switched gears. The revolution, everyone's heard of Che, you hear Che, right? So uh, Che, Fidel, the revolution hasn't really done much for them, all right? There's a lot of uh, people who are waiting outside, you know, this, this one building for food, some of them up to two days, just trying to get some food for their family. 
And then, so I was watching this video, and this guy, he was just going around and talking to the locals, and he was eating at this restaurant, um, and he could order whatever he wanted, and, uh, well, not whatever, so they have their menu out, and it's like, you, do, you never go by the menu. You just say, so wh- what do you guys have today, right? But they prioritize their stuff for, for tourists, and so um, he's sitting down eating this, like, nice um, ham and, and egg omelet sandwich, something like that, right? And, you know, he's, he's got, like, a, a beverage of choice, <laughs> if you know what I mean, right? And, uh, and right next to the restaurant is a lineup of Cubans waiting for their food. And they're like, am I going to get chicken today? I don't know. What am I, like, what am I going to get? Am I going to get chicken? Am I going to get eggs? It's whatever. Like, they don't have a grocery store, all right? So, so when we go in, it's important not to have the mentality of, you know, we're going to bring every, we're going to be their savior, and that's not the case, okay? We're not going to save them, all right? We're going to help encourage and build the church in Cuba. But that's just this, a bit of a, the state of Cuba. Um, when I first went to Cuba, um, I was terrified, Okay, I had never been on a missions trip. I thought back to uh, my brother um, went on a missions trip to Cuba, or not Cuba, uh, Mexico, probably the same one that Pastor Jason went on. You, you were on the same one, right? Yes, he was on the same one. This was way back in the day, and uh, I remember, yeah, it was a long time ago. Um, <laughs> and uh, my brother went on that, and I'm like, man, even my brothers went on a missions trip, like, I've never done this before, and so when the opportunity came, and our, our missionary who goes with us and plans all of our, our um, itinerary and sets up all the travel and meets with all the pastors ahead of us to make sure they know we're coming, um, his name is Gary Empey, and uh, when I first met him, um, I'm like, okay, I know I'm safe, I know he's got it, he's been doing this for 35 plus years, he goes with us, and it's awesome, but I was still terrified because I'm like, what if I overheat? Well, what if I get heat sickness? What if we don't have enough water? What if, you know, all these things in my mind, you, you naturally have excuses, right? And that's what we need to fight against because you're, I'm, I'm going to say, hey, you should sign up to join our team to go to the Cuban church. Your first thing, I have plans that day. I can't do that. Someone else will do that. Oh, you know, I'm just... Yes, I just, you'll, you'll find whatever excuse under the sun to go, but I'm challenging you to prayerfully consider. Our excuses usually come before we ask the Holy Spirit. And I think that in an everyday occurrence, um, that needs to be switched. Matthew 28 is going to be on the screen, I believe. It says, All authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. The message of the gospel is for the whole world. All right? And he's saying, Go and baptize and teach. All right? Tell them the word that I have given you. Give them the, the, the message, right? And so when we go over there, we have our testimony about what God has done in our life. And as an example, I, my, the most previous trip, I went over there and I was preaching. And I probably told the story before, but I'm telling you again anyways because it's more relevant at this point. Um, I was preaching about the story about how God healed my back. 
and how I had this bad back and for months I just like, I couldn't stand up straight and then this uh, six-year-old prayed for me um, and then I was suddenly healed. And as I was telling that story, God was moving in the congregation. And I had one of the, uh, the, the members of the church come up to me afterwards and just says, um, he said, listen, like as you were speaking, you know, I felt God, there's, there's this heat going up my back. And I felt this pain release, like as you were telling your testimony. And I'm like, this is, this is like, these are the things that, that God does. There is power in the testimony and the things that, that God works through us and in our life that, that we can bring over there and share with them. Acts, Acts 1, in the next slide, says, um, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and uh, you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. This is our, our picture of our team uh, that we brought last time. And, um, and so, realistically, all those fears, all those excuses that I might have had, I need to sometimes set aside and say, nope, it's the Holy Spirit that will empower me to do the work that he has called me to do. And so if you're not sure about uh, approaching something like this, if you're not sure, just, just ask the Holy Spirit and recognize that he will empower you to do this kind of work. So, again, uh, so where are we going? Uh, La Iglesia de Cuba means the church in Cuba. Um, if you don't, uh, most of us don't know Spanish. One of the, the, the things that you're going to say is, uh, Dios te bendiga. All right, everybody say it with me as best you can. Dios te bendiga. All right, did I tell you what that means already? Does anybody know what that means? God bless you. That's right. Um, so when you enter the house, Dios te bendiga. You know, when you leave the church, Dios te bendiga. It's, uh, it's, it's just natural, you know, words to say um, after you leave. Uh, some common things that we need to understand and some things that we need to say. Hola, everyone knows what hola means, all right? Como estas? You know, I'm not going to get into verb conjugation because we could be here all day. Um, here's an important one. Donde está el baño? Everyone knows, where is the bathroom? All right. Uh, mucho importante. That's very important for us to know where the bathroom is. My, my friend um, who, who came with us last time didn't know how to say that. He ended up saying, um, where's the dog? <laughs> and they kept pointing the dog and he was so confused. Um, and so they, we, you really... Um, Get, get a sense of the language of the community when you go that you wouldn't if you, if you didn't. Um, when I went, I immediately fell in love with Cuba, despite the cockroach coming out of my sink at the hotel. Um, it's a whole story for, for another time. The, the food was great. It was, I mean, I can't stop talking about the food. My first trip back, we did these testimonies, and the whole team was just like, all right, Pastor Andy's going to come up and talk about the food. I'm like, how did you know? Because you won't shut up about it. All right? You know, you'll, you'll see, you've got to get over a couple things, all right? A couple things you've got to get over are the flies, all right? It's not like there's, there's like a ton of black flies, like there might be here. But 
over there, like you might see uh, flies on the fruit. And actually, in the video I'm going to show you in a couple minutes, um, you'll see flies kind of going over the fruit. But then you just eat it anyways and forget that a fly poops every time it lands, all right? So um, you, you just eat it out of respect and you swallow your pride. And, um, you know, you just kind of get used to the culture there. Um, but the food was amazing. And uh, the people were friendly and inviting despite their, their lacking, all right? And they wanted to treat you well. When you go there, when we bring our team, they're going to sit us all at the table and prepare this massive meal that they probably saved months for. When I think it's changed a little bit now, but when we went, the average monthly income was 15 to $20. 15 to $20, all right? So you subscribe to Netflix, and you've wasted a month's wages, okay? That is if you want the one without ads. Anyways, so they're, they're completely lacking, but they want to treat you well. And so they'll sit you around a table, and they'll just stand back and wait for you to, to finish dinner. And, uh, and then after, after you're done, they'll eat whatever's left. And for me to, to, to feel, I felt awkward because I'm like, like just come, sit eat with us, all right? But they, they are big on blessing others. You know, the, the odds of people coming back to them are uh, very slim. So I've already heard, so talking to our missionary, so in my past, uh, my previous church that, that I was at, um, we, we brought this team down in 2019, okay? Uh, 2018, 29, something like that. And, and then obviously, no, it was 2019, and then we were planning to go back, and then what ruined everything in 2020? Coronavirus. Stupid. All right. So I'm just bitter. Um, but so we couldn't go back to them, and uh, I was talking to, our, uh, to Gary, um, our missionary. He's like, yeah, they've, uh, they've been asking, when are they coming back? When are they coming back? You know, when are they going to visit us? And the tendency that I've seen is that we always, uh, when people say, hey, we're going to um, send a group and it's going to be great and we're going to take pictures with people, we're going to get all sorts of experience, and then we're going to leave, and then sometimes maybe next year we'll go someplace else. See, I don't, part of me, I don't understand that. So one of our, our goals is to establish a relationship with these churches. There's about 10 to 12 churches, Okay. We want to partner with them. We want to encourage them on a regular basis. We want to do more than just, just, just go and, and tell our testimony and meet with them. We want to do building projects with them. We, we, we want to do kids' programs with them. We want to, I, one time I went and we did a VBS for like 100 kids, and it was amazing. And they'll bus kids around from all the different churches in the area and bring them together, and, and you just watch their eyes light up. All right, we'll teach you how to make balloon animals, and you'll be the best parent of all time or the best kids' ministry leader of all time because now Pastor Andy's not the only one who can do balloon animals. So, um, But there's all sorts of uh, things that, that we can do to help them that we, don't, that we can't do if we just visited once. And so at some point, I'm sure... When we go a few times, Gary will, our missionary, will go with us, and eventually he'll say, okay, you guys are good. I'm going to release you just to, to 
go on your own. And he'll still plan certain things for us, um, but, you know, I think that uh, we want to get to the point where we can just go down there and meet with them and just figure out what they, what they need. You know, the, the Cuban church is passionate in their services. They sought the Lord with everything they had in them. Without all the fancy things, you know, they have no internet. So if you're addicted to your phone and you want a data plan, well, you could probably get one at the airport at this point anyways. But you're not going to have very good service, okay? Um, but they got together. They preached the word, and they met the Holy Spirit, and they watched as God moved miracles among them. So while part of being a disciple is going, it isn't always so we simply just so we could go help someone else. You come back feeling like they did more for you than you did for them. It's a, it's a bit of a test of faith to say, God, I feel like I don't have much to give, but let me try. Let, let me go. Let me, you know, be used by you in a very unique way in a new situation. All right. So, realistically, what's going on here, all right? So we want to build a team of up to 10 people, all right, to go and build relations with the churches in Cuba. And this goes beyond, you know, I'm not, gonna, I'm not up here asking for any donations today. That's not what I'm doing. Um, what I'm doing is saying this is the beginning of something much bigger. This is the beginning of, of us partnering with the church in Cuba, all right? And if you don't go, there's still some things that, that you can do, and I'll tell you about that in a little bit. Um, prayer being one of the biggest things that, that you can do for them. Um, but we want to uplift and help supply and support not only the pastors and leaders, but the church congregations and the community. When we go over, uh, we bring each team member will bring two suitcases and maybe like a carry-on bag. One of them, you have to have all your stuff packed in one suitcase and your carry-on. And next, you bring an extra suitcase. If you've ever been to Cuba, a lot of people do this. So you leave the suitcase for them. So we have, there, there, our, our hope is that we have uh, 10 suitcases for 10 churches. And in there, we'll put ministry supplies. You know, we'll put stuff that we found from the dollar store. We'll put extra clothes, baseball gloves, things like that. Um, when we give them any medicine, it's very likely that any medicine we give them, they'll suddenly have more than any town doctor in their area. So you give them like a bottle of aspirin or like Advil or something like that. They're not going to see that anywhere else. They can't just go to the doctor and be like, oh, yeah, or go to like the grocery store. Like we complain about like children's Advil shortages. It's just like, oh, man, nothing to complain about. Um, but we want to help supply them. You know, we want to provide them with ministry supplies, clothes, and medicines. And realize this, is that while we will be praying for them, they will be praying for us. It's not only us to go that, that goes and gets to know them, but they want to know about us. What has God done in your life? And you'll notice a lot of the conversations are, what's God doing in your life? Not where did you eat last week or what are you watching or what's new or, you know. It's like they really want to know how God is moving in Canada. So in the video, again, that I'm going to show in just a moment, I put some clips together of our previous trip. Any faces that you see in this outside of 
um, a bunch of white people, <laughs> will will be um, will be the the families and the pastors and the the churches that we ourselves are going to see. So I want you to picture yourself in with us in this in this video. And again, any room that we're in, if we're sitting down in a circle, what we're doing is our first trip out. What we do is we go to meet and start to establish a foundation of relationship with these people. All right, so we'll go, we'll talk to them, say, hey, what are your needs? And, and they've, you know, we, we did that already here, but COVID happened and uh, things have shifted and the government has more restrictions and, and they're trying to recuperate from massive financial failure and, and there's all sorts of stuff going on. And so the needs have changed. And so um, re- realistically, whatever Gary asks us to do, we'll do. But I think the first trip we'll do, we'll, we'll do is just to reestablish these relationships and greet them. And, and we'll be doing testimony, our testimonies with translation and, and we'll be leading services and hopefully... We'll be doing uh, worship and puppet skits, and and you know you'll see some of our team members doing a a, a skit called the it's called the, the the sin chair about how sin really ties us down and we feel stuck, and God comes in and redeems us, and and all sorts of things, right? So you'll see these things in the video. You know you'll see us staying at a bunch uh, a beachfront resort, nothing fancy. Don't don't we're not, we're not going on vacation, all right? You know, it is on the beach. However, think about the cockroaches. All right. Don't let that stop you because it didn't happen to anybody but me. <laughs> All right. So, you know, we, we got a chance to pray over the churches and services and, and watch as they came forward for altar calls, expecting the Holy Spirit to move. You know, we uh, anointed them with oil and we cried together and we clung together and we were just being the church together. Like there was no differences between us. So let's, uh, if you could play that video now. Here's a glimpse of what Cuba is like. Video's not that shaky over there, just so you know. <laughs> I don't know if you want to uh, pause it, maybe drag it over on the screen. I don't know. Oh, now we've got a picture. If you want to work on that, I'll, I'll, I can keep talking. I'll, I'll post it up on the uh, Facebook page as well, and maybe we can figure something out. Um, so the uh, the area that we'll be going, so we'll fly into uh, Veradero. Um, has anybody been to Cuba before? All right, show of hands. Um, on vacation or humanitarian trip? Vacation? Okay. Have you been through uh, Havana? Okay. Um, oh, perfect. All right. So that's where we fly in, and our uh, our hotel was at the um, just outside of Havana. So every morning we would wake up and drive all the way down to Nuevo Pass, which is like about an hour and twenty or so minutes. And uh, 
You know, we would, as, as a team, some of the, the neat stuff that we do is we go to the uh, Museum of the Revolution and, and we do the Citadel and things like that. So while most of the, the trip is, is um, missions-based, what we do is we give you a day off to kind of explore Havana and take in some of the, the culture and the history of, of Cuba. And it's like Havana is massive. And everyone's like, oh, it's like taking a step back in time. They, they don't see it the same way, by the way. Um, they have cars from like the 50s or the 60s, and they're all, they, they all got like different engines, and you know, it's not all original, all right? They got to figure out how to make things work with what they have. And um, is there any chance of getting that video going? Or are we, okay, <laughs> all right. Um, all right, I'll post it on, on our Facebook page. Um, so please watch it. And, um, but when we go into this, new, this area, there's actually a map slide. I think I have that up there. Um, one of the slides should have a map of Cuba. There we go. Sorry if it's not big enough. So Nueva Paz is right there, just a little southeast of uh, Havana. And we'll be driving there every single day and uh, visiting those churches. Um, so when we, when we think about um, missions, we, you know, there, there's a lot I could talk about Cuba all day, but realistically the, the question that I want you to wrestle with is, Holy Spirit, are you sending me? Because realistically, like this is, this is a whole church endeavor. We're all, we're all in this together, okay? Whether you go or whether you don't go. I think it's better if you do go, but if you don't go or you can't go for, for whatever reason, um, we're, we're going to make sure that they still hear from you. We're going to make sure that, you know, our voice as a church, you good? Oh, hey, we got a video. Okay. Take two.
fallarás, nunca fallarás jamás. Tú no me fallarás, nunca fallarás jamás. So some of these uh, people will be actually uh, meeting and getting to know and uh, Listen, if, if you're just like, well, what do I have to give? You know, what, what can I possibly do? They just want you. They just want to hear you. They just want to hear your story. They just want to, you know, hear. Again, they, they want to hear what God's doing in, in your life. And you have no idea the encouragement that you can be by being a, a person in the room. All right? Each and every one of us, God has given a story. And he's, given a, he's worked. His Holy Spirit has moved inside of us. And that story can't simply be uh, kept to us. You never know the impact you're going to make by sharing with one of these people or these, these pastors. And you're just, if, if you're just like bored in your faith, go to Cuba, okay? Because you're going to be challenged and you're going to feel uncomfortable and you're going to feel like, man, I'm a fish out of water. And you will be. And that's okay. And just my, my challenge to you is that just do something that will strengthen your faith and give you a heart for evangelism, give you a heart for missions. And uh, yeah, I believe that God's going to do some amazing things through this. It would be great if maybe one day we could bring one of them over here. I don't know if that's possible. There's a lot. I say that very lightly, but there's a lot of different hoops to go through to make that happen. Um, but, yeah, we just want to go be a blessing to them as they're going to be a blessing to us as, as a church. And so some, some practical things, okay? Here's some practical things about how to uh, get involved. So we're going to be uh, releasing more details soon. Um, however, like I said, as far as the hotel and the stay, um, we'll most likely just be outside Havana, um, and we have, I've got a, uh, registration form online. There is a, uh, deposit, a, a deposit that you have to pay to reserve your spot. My expectation is that we have, um, a bunch of team meetings, okay, to help prepare us and uh, work together as a team, all right? We want to grow together before we go together. I just made that up. Yeah, I'm patting myself on the back. Yeah, I'm a real Dr. Seuss, okay? So um, we want to grow together. We, we want to, uh, we're, we're all in this together, all right? So if you think you're the only one who is just like, man, I'm so out of water here, you won't be the only one, okay? We're, we're going to make sure that you're safe. We're going to make sure that you're comfortable, you know, and uh, on the trip, it's, uh, myself and Gary's responsibility to say, you know what, if you're not feeling well, you know, we're going to take care of you. We're going to get you um, back to the hotel to rest or whatever, right? So you will be taken care of. Um, Cuba is a fairly safe country, so you don't have to worry about, you know, people marking the tires or, you know, right next. Like, there's a bunch of tourists here. All right? No, they, they, they want you to, um, to be with them, okay? Um, so you can sign up. I don't have a public sign-up form right now, okay? If you go on our website, it's not going to be there. you got to come to me, and um, I'll give you that link to to sign up. Um, again, with all of our meetings, you have to attend all of our meetings, and you got to be part of all of our fundraisers. So it's a bigger commitment than just going on a trip together. Um, it's saying, I'm going to be there for every... Every meeting has a different theme and a different topic that is crucial for us to build this, uh, this, this team and this trip together. 
And also, if you're curious about the breakdown of all of our costs and what you're giving towards, if you can't go and you want to give something, um, I can provide that for you as well. Um, you know, we'll do fundraisers, you know, we'll do uh, packing parties and stuff like that. And it's, it's, the, the, the process up is actually a lot of fun. And it's not only just a missions thing, it's a discipleship thing. You grow in faith together. And you, at the end of all that, at the end of all the talking and studying, you go apply all the stuff that, that you've been learning. If you don't go, um, just know that uh, we're going to, I don't know what this is going to look like right now, um, but every week, you know, if you, if you want to say, hey, what, what can I do to support? I can't go, but what can I do? Um, a couple things that we do need are suitcases. If you've got, I'm not looking for like little dinky ones like this, but like a, an average size suitcase that, that you'd uh, bring on like a, a long trip. Um, you know, not like an oversized one like the size of me. But uh, you, know, you know what I mean, right? Um, we need to get about 10 of those. Um, and uh, we want to make sure that every church has one so we can equip them with uh, things to do the work of God in their community. Um, things like, again, like things like new clothes, if you want to buy, um, like basic hygiene products, um, you know, little, little toy cars from the dollar store, whatever, uh, toothbrush, uh, you know, binders, pencil crayons, like all, all these kind of things, um, all make a master list that you can, that you can uh, contribute towards. Um, but you can also pray. So outside of bringing in supplies and, and uh, supporting uh, financially, you can also pray. You can pray for, A, the finances of the team uh, for purchasing the items to take to the Cuban churches. Um, our team will be uh, giving support, pre-written support letters for you to hand out to friends and family to uh, gain support for uh, the cost of the trip. Um, we, we also want to pray uh, for an open door into Cuba for us and the items that we are bringing in. All right, Gary, we'll warn you that, you know, just just go with the flow, all right? Don't go up to the Border Patrol and be like, look at all the stuff I'm bringing. You guys are so blessed, right? It, <laughs> they're like, ah, you can just go back to Canada. <laughs> um, they, uh, they do like Canadians. I'll throw that out there. All right. Um, uh, pray for the churches that will where we will be ministering. Um, pray for the pastors and the and the leaders and and um, down the road I'll have a list of all the different pastors and leaders and you can see their names. You can see where their church is. You can look them up on Google Maps and all that. Um, you can pray for unity on the team. Um, you can pray for team safety, especially during the many hours of driving. Last time, not to scare you, last time our van broke down at 1 a.m. outside of Havana and we had to call a sketchy cab. But, it was fun. All right. As the leader, I'm just like, you know, sweating. I'm just like, okay, Lord, we need to get back there safe. Um, but he made it happen. We want, the, we, we want to pray for the Holy Spirit to go ahead of us and prepare the hearts of the people that we'll be ministering to. Uh, we want to pray for every team member to have the Spirit's enabling when doing his or her job. We want to pray for those we come in contact with, uh, not only at the churches, but at the hotel, at the uh, Casa Particulares, which are just like Airbnb houses um, that function as uh, places to stay. Um, we want to pray for all these suitcases that we're bringing over that 
that all we wish to take will get into these bags, that there are no problems with customs, etc. And uh, for the final details of the trip. So if this is, um, if the worship team wants to come back, probably talked a little long, but this is something new, okay? And this isn't just simply going to be like a one and done thing, right? We want to go once, establish relationships, and it's um, a continued support over the years. It's a continued relationship over the years. The, the same team does, you know, we're not bringing the same team every single time, okay? Um, you know, we'll build, we'll build our first team, and then maybe depending on um, what the need is over there, um, you know, like let's say they're doing a, a building project, you know, if, if you're skilled in that area, maybe you want to sign up for the next one, or if you want to, or if there's a, a kids ministry that we're doing, or a youth outreach, and that's, you're just like super passionate about that, then, then that's your trip to sign up on, and realistically, like, some of these things we'll be doing, um, uh, all at the same time, right? There's so much opportunity and so much possibility, but realistically, God has called us to make disciples. God has called us to go. God has called us to be filled with the Holy Spirit so we could help those in this world, in the church at large, to do what God has called them to do in their community. We want to be a support, but we know that realistically they're going to be a support for us too. You're going to see God do miracles. You're going to see God heal people. You're going to see God do things that you have never seen over here because they're, they, you, you just see like their desperation for God, which we have totally lost over here, if I'm going to be honest. We have everything we need. And when you don't have everything you need, you're just saying, Lord, I need you to move. There is a hunger for God to move. And part of what we bring back here, my hope, is that same hunger. That will be like, you know what? God, I just, I just, whatever I brought back, I want it to spread like wildfire, wildfire to the rest of the church. I want us to, to come together and say, Lord, we need you. I know we have everything that we actually need physically sometimes around here, but Lord, I, we need you to move. There's a hunger for a move of God. In my prayers that that'll catch fire. And so, Lord, we thank you. Lord, I know that I could probably talk for hours and hours about Cuba, but God, I pray, Lord, that as we close the service, Lord, that your, your Holy Spirit, Lord, that we would ask the Holy Spirit, what is the Holy Spirit asking me to do? Maybe if we've already come up with excuses why we're not going, Lord, I pray, God, that we would give those to you first before making a decision. Holy Spirit, what is it that you are asking you? Not what fear is asking me to do. Not what my feeling of inadequacy is asking me to do. But Lord, how can you stretch me and grow me and move through me? It's so Lord, we thank you for the opportunity that, opportunity that we have before us. And so Lord, as we are obedient to you to go, help us to grow together and help us to be a, a blessing to the church in Cuba. Lord, we thank you for what you're doing. In Jesus' name, amen. So, uh, great. Isn't this awesome? Man, so good. So, let's just go over a few things. Oh, thanks, Leland. 
So the trip is going to be February 10 to 16 in 2024. And so that's the first bit of information. The second bit is the cost per person. What's the figure we're working with? Estimate. Estimate around $1,500. And that's everything. Flight, accommodations, food, travel expenses, the whole nine yards. Ministry expenses. Okay. So uh, that's per person. And we're looking to take ten, uh, nine people plus you is 10. Right? Okay. So uh, here's, here's how I want you to look at this. And, uh, and, and the first deposit is due May. We're about a month. So like four, four weeks today, basically. All right. So that's the first deposit. And the deposit's around 200 bucks or something. Okay. So, and that goes towards your, the cost of your trip, that deposit. So uh, what I, here's what I want you to do. Okay. I wanted to make sure we just rolled that out. The date, the cost, the deposit uh, is due. Like Pastor Andy said, this isn't just uh, put the money down, go, go on a trip kind of situation. That's really not what it is. Uh, there's a progression of a discipleship journey leading up to the trip, okay, or the missions trip, okay? So, but here's what I want you to really think about right now, okay? And as Pastor Andy said, we can be in prayer uh, over the coming weeks and months, and we will be. But what, here's what I want you to think about for the next three to four weeks uh, before our first deadline for this. And this is, this is my question. Does your heart leap when you think about this opportunity to go serve God in this capacity? All right? Because if it leaps, I would say to you that let's forget about the finances, the, the time away. It just means that God's calling us to go do this. All right? It, it's, it's a ways off. We're about, uh, what, nine months out, ten months out, something like that. But uh, it'll come quick. So uh, just, just a few details. If you have any other questions, ask Pastor Andy. If you come to me, I will say talk to Pastor Andy. If you say anything regards this, I would say go talk to Pastor Andy. I did go on a mission trip. I forgot your brother was on it when I went on that one. And uh, I am very poor at Spanish. So good thing Pastor Andy is going. I said much worse things than your example. Uh, in another language, I was not speaking in tongues. I was speaking bad words. Um, anyway, so just a, just a few thoughts. So thank you, Pastor Andy, for putting this together and leading this. This is under his leadership. So uh, we're just so grateful for him. And so let's just be in prayer. 